Hey, this is Keith Price. Thanks so much for listening to this crazy, crazy podcast. It's a pleasure and a joy being a connection to you and so many of the fabulous things that are happening in the theater. Now, having said that, can you do me a favor? Now, this is a long list, so be ready for it. All right, you ready? Will you like Keith Price's Curtain Call on Facebook? Will you follow Keith Price Curtain Call on Instagram? Will you go to at KP Curtain Call on Twitter? Will you subscribe to Keith Price Curtain Call on YouTube page? Now, once you do all of that, go back and tell all of your friends, especially the ones that love theater, the guy to do the same thing. Now, if you're also loving the show, if you're on iTunes and Google Play Music, can you please leave a review as well? It seems that in this crazy world of podcasting, having great content is not enough. Clearly. (laughs) You also need that social media love, too. So if you're enjoying the podcast, show me a little social media love, and thanks for listening. Ooh, you are listening to Keith Price's Curtain Call. This is Keith Price, and we are here at Feinstein's 54 Below for the press-up fronts that happened, you know, pretty much... Pretty recent. Uh, the last one, you guys, you, you remember the last one. We had a good time. And this time, we're talking to a return guest to the Curtain Call. Last time, I believe that we chatted, it was the red carpet for the Cheetah Rivera Awards. Yes, the Cheetah Rivera Awards. And what a great occasion. Absolutely. I mean, you know, to be there with Cheetah and Tommy and BB and all the fun people and honoring dancers, which are the backbone of our industry. I came from that as did Cheetah, as did BB and Tommy, and uh, we were all there uh, saying hallelujah, thank God for the dancers. <laughs> I love it. So, Leroy Reams, though, do not get it twisted, honey, is here at Fine Sense 54 Below because he has his own show that will be here. Is it Leroy Reams celebrating 42nd Street? Yes. I, I spent eight years of my life with the show, eight shows a week, mm-hmm. and I loved every moment of it, and I thought what a good thing to go back and relive those times, do nothing but songs from the show, mm-hmm. and tell stories about the creators, the stars, and my experiences there for eight years, and that historic opening performance when Gower passed. And, uh, you know, it was, it was an incredible evening, and... Uh, you know, there are many people have two takes on it, and my take was that it was all used to the good because it publicized the show, made the show a hit, and the Gower Champion Estate made a lot of money from that show. And David Merrick was a smart businessman, and uh, he was promoting his show. And I, I didn't feel exposed or hearing the news as everyone else did. You know, it's part of our history, and. Uh, that's it. Well, I mean, you know, on, on a historic tip, I mean, just as a performer, that's not the information you need to have five minutes before you're about to go on the exactly. stage. You know? I think it was very smart of David because he died that afternoon and David made a deal with the press that if you, they didn't put it on the news, uh, that uh, he would make the uh, announcement from stage and let them, you know, see it all, which was pretty exciting, actually. Yeah. And also, it would put us under a handicap had we known it. So I, I, I think it was for the good. For, for the performance it was shocking mm-hmm. and I know the, we went to the party afterward and the first person I ran into was Bob Fosse <laughs> and he said quote he said that son of a bitch he said I filmed my own death and all that jazz and he still had to do me one better by doing it on opening night we laughed so hard and I said you know that's good Bobby because Gower's laughing mm-hmm. and he's enjoying this and uh, you know thank God that we had that moment together and thank God I had that time with Gower He gave his life for that show, and he told me personally, he said, uh, 
Leroy, when I took this show, my doctor said I shouldn't do it, but he said I had to do it because I don't want to be remembered as a has-been. And he went out in his glory. I mean, what is better than that? Doing what you love. Yeah. Well, first of all, doing it very well, by the way. Yeah. Hello. So you have a very fabulous history. I wish we had more time because these things never give me enough time with you. But you, you come from a pretty groovy little, you got your nice little dynasty of, of shows in your history and your your cadre. And I always love talking to you about because your role in applause, I think, is probably the only role on Broadway that I might be able to possibly pull off. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I, the sassy dresser. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, at the time, I didn't think too much about it. I just wanted to do a role. I would have done anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, the fact that it was the first openly gay character in a show, uh, you know, was a pretty uh, historic thing. I didn't think of it then. I just mm-hmm. thought of it as the part. But uh, I'm certainly glad. And, you know, I'm the first man to play Hello, Dolly in America under an, aqu- an actor's equity mm-hmm. contract. And we need to break barriers with race color, sex, and everything else. You know, we should be able to, to play whatever we can pull off, and it makes it interesting for the audience. I'd like to do an all-male version of Hello, Dolly. You know, the way that they did in Shakespeare's day, and I think it would be a great way, because it's such a classic show, and uh, there's roles, uh, like I said, if I were a woman, I'd like to play uh, Professor Higgins on My Fair Lady, so why can't a woman dress up as a man and play it? Why? We, there should be no barriers. Well, there should be no barriers, but you also remember that in the world of commercial theater, there's so many people that have their hands and everything that make it almost impossible for the artistic energy of it to just blossom and be something that people would want to say. Because I believe that if you just tell people, mm-hmm. hey, Leroy Reams is playing Hello, Dolly. They'll be like, oh, okay. And then they'll go see Hello, Dolly and say, oh, my God, he did Hello, Dolly. Yeah. If they saw hairspray, it ain't an unusual thing. That's right. That's right. And, yeah. even, and even, you know, now the hairspray is only done by a man and drag. If exactly. a woman wants to play Edna, Why a woman she? should play that, too. I mean, you know, you it's can... a comedy character, and, you know, it should, it should not be so restrictive. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So at this point now, this show is going to be taking place October 6th and 7th at 7 p.m. here at Feinstein's 54 Below. Yes. And you... You are going to be regaling the life and the love of 42nd Street. That's right. And now, all, all the songs are going to be nothing but for songs from the show. Okay. Beautiful girls. Are you going to give me that? No, that's not that show. Wait, where is that? That's that is that. Singing in the Rain. Singing in the Rain. Yeah. Wait, but there's a girl song in this one, Dames. too. Dames. That's Dames. it. Right. Which happily, I you know, hit those notes eight times a week. <laughs> Hopefully I'll be able to get them out on the 6th and the 7th. <laughs> so, but is it good for you to, to kind of go back and, and relive in this, this little world for a moment? Absolutely. I can't wait. It, you know, as I said, I loved every moment of those eight years. And then I did subsequent productions of 42nd Street. And I directed the production of Paper Mill. And I have a lifelong association. How lucky yeah. that I had that. How lucky I had Hello, Dolly, which was a big part of my career. And Hello, Dolly, you know, made my friendship with Jerry Herman which is as strong today as it ever was and you know that's my buddy and I feel so honored and lucky that and Carol Channing is still kicking at 97 so you know all of these people I had years and decades of work and friendship with them and that's the lovely thing about show business yeah it's so wonderful yes Leroy they just gave me the wrap up signal so I gotta let you go but if you are in New York October 6th and 7th and you want to get a little legendary status because that's what he's serving. Mr. Leroy Reams is going to be here. Tony Award nominated Leroy yes. Reams. 
Don't forget, because you never can forget that. <laughs> Always will be. It'll be here October 6th and 7th at 7 p.m. And again, you know how much I love Fine Sense 54 Below and how much I adore Leora Reeves. So this is perfect. This is a fabulous evening. So come back and enjoy. All right? Thank you. I look forward to seeing you again. Absolutely. And we'll be back. Look for Keith Price's Curtain Call on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, and now Mixcloud.